I think we have to redefine the leadership conversation because too many people think leadership and 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 and, and Jesus talked about this in the book of Matthew. He's like, leadership is not lording it your power over people. Yeah. They're thinking about if someone's leader, that means they're in charge of my life. No, a person who's a leader is is responsible for making sure your life is good. Yeah. They're and and like if a woman wants to play that role, and this is my my argument, is like instead of us fighting these women, let them play out that that role. Because it, for some of them, it may it may work. Right. For some of them, right? Yeah. For some of them, it may work. You know, yeah. the BDSM model works for some people. Right, yeah. You know, and so let them play out that model, but then for, the, for most of them who do play out that model, they won't be happy. Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Hafiz, and we are back, 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 back for another episode. I am excited about today's episode because, as I was telling you guys last week, I really wanted my closest friend, Francis, at that conversation with me and William Costello talking about the BMCs and all that good stuff. So I said, you know what? Can't get him to Austin. Let's get him on the podcast. Let's continue the conversation. Let's take it even deeper because I feel like there's a lot of value that Francis can provide to the show. So... Without further ado, welcome back, my guy Francis. Glad to be here. You know, usually when I'm on the show, it's always a bleak topic, so <laughs> hopefully it's more uplifting. Bleak? What was the last time it was bleak? It was about, like, stats about Oh, the America. black community? Oh, yeah, that was the last <laughs> thing we did. Yeah. yeah oh, the good old days. The good old days. Good old days when people actually shared real stats before we d- d- dwelled into the pseudoscience sets oh, yeah. that are going on in today's world. Oh, yeah. So yeah, man, I wanted to uh, just bounce some of your bounce some ideas um, off your brain. I feel as though there's been a a lot of um, thoughts that I've been having in regards to what's been going on with men today, male content, all that stuff. And I know me and William started a little bit of this conversation, but I wanted to kind of hear what were your thoughts after watching the podcast, and then we can kind of go from there. It was a good podcast. It was like a lot of topics we've been discussing for years. Again, like I always call Hafiz like the canary in the coal mine. He was saying this stuff, I think, five years back. You <laughs> need to help these young boys. You got to help men. They're coming in cells. But yeah. no one wants to listen to that. But now we're seeing more and more like downstream effects of this kind of stuff. And we're yeah. seeing new characters pop up. And now it's more important to discuss these kind of things happening to men today. Now, that's real. What was the. So, what area, in your opinion, was a part of the conversation that we talked about that you were like, man, we, we, we may not have gone deep enough. Let me think. So basically the part that I wished y'all went deeper on was the part of, of where the solution in the solution to help men today based on what was discussed. So he, he did a good job of saying all the problems, all the issues going on with men. He defined the incel. He defined what, what that looks like, the characteristics and whatnot. But there wasn't a lot of, you know, solutions to see what they can be done to help these men. So I would say uh, the part that I wish they would have heard more of is, okay, so what can we actually do to help these guys? Yeah. Now, I think um, you sent me that clip from Crystal and Sagar's podcast yeah. about the, uh, the, the the author who was talking about these issues as well. Richard Reeves. Richard Reeves. Definitely want to reach out to him as well. And there was a part that stood out to me when he talked about how a lot of books spend most of their time describing the problem in the last chapter, if that, yeah. describing the solution. So I was like, okay, yeah, no, no, that's real, that's real. 
in regards to wanting to be able to hear more better solutions to lives of men today. Because to me, we're probably going to go everywhere because my brain is just scattered in like 75 directions. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll eventually, 30 minutes in, we'll eventually have a good conversation. <laughs> we'll get but, there. But to me, I was thinking about just kind of reflecting on the the past six, seven years of doing this show and really reflecting on the state of male culture and male content because what's what's kind of been cool is that you have a lot more, excuse me, a lot more players into the space, Yeah. right? Before it was a very select few individuals who were actually talking about a lot of these issues. Uh, but now you have more and more players, and now you have guys who are making full life careers off of doing this relatively quickly. Yeah, yeah, like relatively quickly. And I remember, literally, when we started the roommate in 2017, we probably didn't earn any money for the first three years of doing the show. That's real talk. And and then and then I know content creators who were making a hundred thousand dollars a month six months into doing their show. Yeah. So it was like the, the, the culture has shifted a lot from where it was before to where it is now, where especially if you want to hop into the, you know, the, you know, the BAB content, uh, you know, that a lot of the red pill dudes do, bro, you make a lot of money. <laughs> you know, it's very, it's very, it's just, it's, it's here. Yeah. And so I've kind of been like studying, like, okay, what has been the, the journey of men's content, what has been the story, what has been the progression, what is, how has, how has the content improved? How have the guys who even made the content grown up? Um, and I've been, I've been, I've been interested in a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and so kind of like, you know, when I was talking to, to William, there was just so many years of, of previous thinking and ideas and, 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 and all these thoughts that I've, that, that I've been wrestling with literally just came out in just like one conversation. Yeah. Yeah, so much so that you were eventually like having to cut them off a few <laughs> times to get it off because there was so much to discuss there. Like, yeah. e- each word had a whole like discussion next to it. Hypergamy, what does that mean for relationships? The, the, the rise in, in female income, how does that affect people in their families? Uh, like, how does that affect dating today? Ooh. So many issues there that, that could that, that could have been del- delved into, but again, First conversation with him. Yeah. You need about five hours to delve into everything. No, that's really good. I literally, as you were talking, I just thought about one idea I wanted to talk to you about. And this idea is based upon what is the ethos of society? What 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 are people genuinely feeling? Because I feel as though what's happening in a lot of these spaces that we exist in silos. Yeah. Right? Like, we exist in a space where we really, we feel like we know the way the world thinks. Yeah. The right feels that way. The left feels that way. Everyone feels that way. So I was watching a video by Gary V. Shout out my guy, Gary V. I was watching a video by Gary V. And in the video, this man posed a question. He said, you know, I'm a father of three daughters. Yeah. And I want to raise my daughters to be strong, independent women. What is your advice to me so I can raise my daughters to be like this? And I was thinking about that question. And I said to myself, I was like, yo, why are you trying to raise them to be strong, independent women? Like, like why? And I was like, is that, is, that a cons- is that a real concern that you have? That they won't be strong and independent? 
Right. Like, is that a genuine fear? Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. For him to ask that question, it has to be a genuine fear. So I was like, do some people believe that there's a sloth of women today who are not competent and independent and capable? Like, like, like I, I was thinking about that. Like, where, what, I would love to talk to that dad and get a feel of like what books he reads, where he's at, where he's right. lying politically. Because I'm like, what in your mind thinks that you're going to raise a daughter who's not those things? And that's where I was wondering, like, sometimes in society, which is one of the reasons why it's hard for me to do content nowadays, because I'm, I'm just so bored of talking to everyone who thinks the same way. Yeah, yeah. I'm so bored with everyone who has the same mindset. It's like, I'm, I'm tired of it. It's, yeah. it's hard for me to do podcasts. It's hard for me to do It's like boring conversation. And I was just like, man, I would love to talk to people like that who think the opposite way to get an idea of how their brain works. I mean, if I were to guess, I would say they probably, again, listen to a lot of media. A lot of media today is, is talking about, you know, the, the bad side of masculinity, the toxic masculinity, the whole term is overused. But that's the fear today. And they look at guys as like intruders, guys as people who can take advantage of your daughter. So to be independent means to be safer than to be dependent on a man that's probably going to be you know, a bad influence in her. And, and they know how vulnerable daughters can be to, you know, boys. So in his mind, he's like, I have daughters. I have all daughters. I don't have boys. Boys to me are intruders. Boys to me are, are the enemy. Let me just raise her to, to be independent so that she never needed one of those boys. So that's how I see it. Hmm. Now that makes sense. I think, I think that's, that's, like you said, it's, it's the mindset. Because I remember you were talking to, we're, we're jumping everywhere. Forgive us. We'll get there. But you were talking about your friend who was in tech. Yeah. And you were describing how big tech censorship leans towards censoring those on the right. Yeah. And how he did not see it that way. Yeah. And, you know, the famous Chank Patrick Bed David podcast where he said actually leans on the left. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, man, like, what world are you existing in? What are you, what are you seeing? Because to your point, it's like that mindset makes sense. It's like, okay, I want my daughters to not be taken advantage of by men. Yeah. I do not want men to take advantage of her, which is a, a good, yeah. noble thing for a father. But then it's like strong and independent. And for him not to know how those words are perceived in today's society, it, it just, I don't know, man. It's just, I mean, how do you watch Gary Vee? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, and then you have that perception. That, and I just think that the world that we, we think exists is so small. And the actual world that's, that's going on today is are literally going through things that we're just totally unaware of. I mean, I think I think back in the day before the advent of the internet, we had to like be exposed to other ideas, other information. Newspaper was newspaper. It was like everyone read the same newspaper, everyone read the same thing. So you have to be exposed to things you don't like. Now we have modern algorithms that are gonna give you what you want. And you have to work harder to find something that's not within what you want. So a lot of these guys, they consume the same media, they all they see is, you know, masculinity being toxic, how, how you know, girls can get taken advantage of. They see the Tinder swindler. They see all these, all these bad uh, iterations of men. And all they can think about is like, you know, I got to raise my daughters to live an independent life and not need that kind of thing. And honestly, like, it, it makes sense. You know, if, if you look at the way, you know, people consume media, they consume what they want to consume. They don't really try. Like, even us, we have to look and try to, to expose ourselves to other ideas. Most people don't do that. Most people just watch what they watch, you know? Yeah. 
No, I think I think that that's that's an interesting point because I was um I was as I was thinking about that, I was just so curious about the the mindset of of how most women are 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 being raised and and what are these ideas in their brains like I'm just I'm just so curious about like hearing these things and what's so unfortunate about the internet is that you don't really get an opportunity for people to be honest. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah. Like like when 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 William made a point about his incel study where he said we surveyed incels and they told us that there's and they when we asked them about their standards it wasn't too high. Yeah. I was like, "Bro, <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> like, do you honestly think when you ask someone to verbalize what you want, yeah. they're describing what they actually want? Yeah. No yeah. one's describing what they actually want. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's to me, it's strange. You told him that, and he like he agreed. He, yeah. I think he conceded. But yeah. but basically, it's like he hasn't seen Kevin Samuel's show. Yeah, Kevin yeah, Samuel yeah. shows all him asking women what they want, and it's absurd stuff they want. Yeah. So obviously, that's not a good indicator of like what they actually want. Yeah. What they can get is what they want. Yeah. So. You know, when he didn't understand, I was like, wow, like these incels aren't, aren't going to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what the, the part I was like, man, like, so to get honest conversation in today's world, you can't put on cameras. Yeah. Cordy Ryan's doing some really dope. So I'm not sure if you've been seeing it. Um, I, I checked out her channel a couple of weeks ago um, and she's doing some really cool stuff. But like I said, it's just it's so hard to get the lights on yeah. and get people to be like really, really honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and because everything is performative, it's entertainment, oh, yeah. you know, True. it's, it's wrestling. Um, and, and so, so to me, I was just like, man, like, I just wish, I wish we could really understand. I wish we can really get an idea of what the average mindset is today. Yeah. Because I honestly just don't know. Right. I don't know what the, how the average girl thinks. I don't know how I can't, I can't ge like genuinely say it. Right. Yeah. People watch these, these content creators and they think that these individuals perception or, or their or their guests is embodying the world i just i just don't think that it's true no no i mean to me it, it requires a, a, a large study yeah. right in secret right yeah, yeah, yeah. when no one can see them to get the true honest answers and also it takes like just seeing seeing what happens again looking at the people they choose looking at who they lust for like because to me i think i think you're right i think i think that the the guys have a high standard of what they actually want because we've seen i, I wouldn't know, say i wouldn't say high i would say higher, higher than what they, what they say. can get yeah because yes. again like when, when we saw those videos back in the day like of incels incels used to put videos up on youtube they still do yeah. <laughs> of their you know of their experiences and they, they recount it and they post videos on youtube and this one guy was describing the girl that he uh he found at the shop and he said you know she's the most beautiful girl ever described her and clearly she's very attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like to me, it's it's one of those things where they think that they should get that girl mm -hmm. and that girl's usually not in on their, on their league. Yo, what's good everybody? We're gonna take a quick pause from this week's amazing episode to talk to you guys about our amazing sponsors over at Skillshare. Guys, Skillshare is a real A1 day one from the roommates and we absolutely love Skillshare because they are a unique online learning community where men and women can learn all types of creative and entrepreneurial skills. Man, so many men for the past years 
and the roommates have been learning, have been blossoming, have been transforming from Skillshare because not only do you get the first month free to test it out, but Skillshare has such a vast library of courses, of resources that you guys can be able to tap into today. Go to Skillshare.com slash roommates and take advantage of this opportunity. Guys, on the podcast, we meet so many amazing men and women who are so talented, but they didn't get their skills overnight. They had to master these things and Skillshare gives you all the resources that you can be able to master your best self and tap into your full potential. So do not delay. Get on Skillshare today. Go to Skillshare.com slash roommates. Trust me. You'll thank us later. And let's get back to this week's episode. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the so the next phenomenon I was thinking about was this idea of um of the of the rise of the the leaders of men, right? Mm-hmm. And so as we've seen how the content has evolved for or devolved, depending on how you <laughs> view it, for men, you've seen like a lot of these these new leaders rise up. Mm-hmm. And then to me, one of the things I was thinking about was just the, the, the psychological hacks of a male leader. Yeah. And I thought about like three things. It's like loads of women. Yeah. Loads of money. Yeah. Loads of bravado. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Those are the three psychological hacks yeah. of male leaders. And so you have, you have these individuals who are, who are gripping the, the attention, the mindset of the masses. Yeah. And they're, and they're, and they're using those three things. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting when, when, when William made the point about like, cause that's why I, I like, like even the, I'm sorry, I, I want to put that on pause real quick. Even the, the point about why BMC is a better world than incel. Yeah. Because I thought about that. I was thinking about it carefully. I was like, incel, what does that mean? It means involuntarily celibate. Yeah. It means I would like to have sex, but I cannot have sex. Yeah. There, and that term to me is misleading. Yeah, it's not it's not correct. Because there's nobody who cannot have sex. Yeah. Right? You can pay for a prostitute. Yeah. Right? And if and, and, and it's like, okay, well, I I cannot have sex without paying for it. Well, that's not true. Yeah. And what I've realized and me and me and I forgot who it was. This was my brother. Me and my brother may have been talking about her somebody. I forgot who it was. But I was um no, it was, who was I talking to about this idea? I forgot anyway. But I was talking about this idea and I said, it's, it's, a re- it's a reality, it was Zach Richardson. It was reality of a lack of willing to work for the sex. Right. Because everybody can have sex if they work yeah. at having sex. Yeah, that's true. Everybody can. Yeah. Every single person. Right. Not, and, and I'm not saying that having sex should be the ideal. Yeah. But I'm saying that there is a level of work. How much work? I'm not saying it's next week. I'm not saying it's next month. But yeah. there is enough. There is a amount of work. There's you a can, path. Yeah, there yeah. is a path. So there's there's nobody who can, who cannot have sex. Yeah. There's nobody. And it's strange because like the term incel, I mean, it's, again, like incel means that you are that. It's a noun. Like, so like you can't change that. So it has to be a mindset. So you got to say either incel mindset yes. or you say BMC. So, like, to me, the, the term incel is, is a temporary term. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, that's, and that's what I thought about. I was like, yo, I, we, need to, we need to break that down because, like, like, like I was thinking about, I was like, okay, let's say there was a guy, 21-year-old guy, 
can't, you know, virgin. Can't, you know, no women are attracted to him. He, there's no one he can have sex with right now at yeah. this current moment. Right. He said, okay, cool. Is there anything that you can do in the next 30 days to change that? Is there anything? Right. Not saying it's easy. Yeah. Not saying it will give you guarantee, but is there anything you can do? So what the way I see it is that in this, even in this temporal state is like, even if there's nothing you can do to change that, could you DM 10,000 women <laughs> in the next 30 days? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's possible. <laughs> or swipe 10,000. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. So I realized it's, it's really about the Effort. juice is not worth the squeeze. Yeah. So the incel is really me being me. Yeah. And not doing anything right. to improve myself. <laughs> I mean, the, the term itself is, again, is dumb. I'm an incel now. Like, okay, yeah. I want to have sex now. I'm an incel. Yeah. So, like, the moment you can get sex and you want sex, yeah. then you're incel. That makes no... So, like, it, it doesn't really describe, you know, anyone can be an incel yeah. for a moment, yeah. <laughs> right? That's so, the, the moment you have sex, you're not an incel. So, it, it, it's not... It's a mindset. It's not, it, can't be, it can't be a definition of a person. Yeah. So, that's why I, when we're talking about the, the mindset, it's like... When you understand that mindset, then you understand the behaviors of those individuals, yes. right? Because once you understand that mindset that they're having, now that mindset leads to the inability of, 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 of mating in a proper manner. Right. And so that's when I thought about that, that idea of, of it's really an idea of convenience and ease that really shapes the BMC mindset, right? Because right, the right. BMC mindset is the kind of guy who grew up on Disney Channel, you know, very, very naive, right? Right, right. You know, as, as you know, the they say in the red pill community, the blue pill guy, right? Yeah. Very, very naive to the way the world works. Yeah. And he simply thinks that, like, the way some people think about college. Yeah. I go to college, should get a job. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. You know, I become a man, I get a woman. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Right? So, so when he gets to that point of, Oh, I'm a man now. Where, where are the where girls? Where is she? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's when I thought about. It. I was like, oh man, like that's that's that that's a point of 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 interest because also William William made the point. He was like, a lot of these incel type guys, they're not trying to be sexual hedonists, right? Yeah. Which which led to the the point that I I, I stopped at where I was like. But then I wonder why all the heroes are sexual hedonists. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. Like, 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 because I, I agree with it to an extent. I agree yeah, with yeah. it point to an extent. Because they want one. I, they say they want one. Yeah. But do you believe that? Yeah, because it's, it's, it's one of two things. It's like, even when I wanted one, I would watch guys who would get 17 or yeah. 50. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you, you always aspire to get. Yeah, you know, because you're like, if, if you can get 50. Also, once you get one, then you know you can have a perspective of like, do you want one? Is the one okay? Yeah. So yeah, you never know, like, if you actually want one or if you get one, if you want more. Yeah. So I thought about that idea of the rise of of these leaders who are living the lives that they've always wanted to live. Right. The inspirational. Because to them, it's inspirational. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and that's when I thought about. It. I was like, man, I. I wish we could have a conversation with women about that idea. Right. Of why are men so ins why do you think these guys in society are so inspired by this? And and don't use the word patriarchy. Yeah. And and you know what's going back to the point of incel is that 
to me is a term they use in order to like dismiss people, right? Like the idea of, okay, there are incels and we are just men. They don't recognize that each of us has a little bit of that in us, right? They're not just unique human beings. They're the people that have a mindset, right? And I think that by calling them incels and dismissing them as like other, you lack the ability to empathize with how they feel and who, and why they're there in the first place. Yeah. So you can't really help them as well. So I, again, I, I really always question like people that study incels and people that, 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 know, that claim to know what they are haven't really understood like hey this this isn't all of us we can all of us can have a little bit of this kind of mindset Mm -hmm. no that's real and i and then i think i i wonder with the um with the rise of like these new leaders I'm, i'm just very curious to to how how does that now shift society because I saw uh, uh, interesting, I was I, I checked out Chris Williamson's page and he was doing some interesting stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, these are, my brain is just so scattered. If I if I could focus, I would love to do more things like this. But he he did a he did a um, uh, interesting survey where he said, why if if femininity is desirable in women, mm-hmm. meaning that women don't want these masculine alpha guys. Yeah. Why aren't they portrayed in more sex novels? Why aren't they portrayed in more sex novels if femininity is yeah. what yeah. they want? So, so there's. Remember, I told you about that podcast that's coming out with those four guys. Uh, which one? The one I told you about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did I ever tell you about what ended up happening? No. So. One of the guys doesn't believe in masculine femininity. Interesting. Yeah. Tell you about it off camera. But uh, but the, the thought process and the pushback I had was like, okay, if you don't believe in masculine and femininity and you don't believe that these things are, are real things, why why is the main character in female romance novels always the same archetype? Yeah. Why is it the same archetypal figure? And if that other figure is equally as desirable, yeah. why do they not make books about that guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like 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 we were we, me and Sarah were watching um this TV show about money. It was actually pretty not not bad documentary on Netflix. And in all due respect, there was a guy who was um a stay-at-home father. So yeah. all the conversations about stay-at-home fathers, you know, we might get into it later. I have a lot of respect for them, so I don't want to emasculate them. But I, but I do believe it's not healthy in the long run. I believe it's not natural. Okay. Me personally, I believe it's not healthy in the long run. I believe it's not natural, but it is what it is. Um, res- nothing but respect for any father in today's society. <laughs> but I was thinking about it. I was like, yo, like, if that guy was the ideal, yeah. why is there not more stories about that guy? Because it's not true. I mean, because it's not true. I mean, some some things sound good, yeah. you know, on paper, and they sound good for media. It's kind of like let's let's flip it, make it a little easier. Like, you know, guys, some guys, right? Some men in the you know male internet space often say, "I want a strong, independent woman, might be my wife. I want a, I want a strong, you know, she's she's my she's the leader of the household. She's she's my anchor. She's 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 makes the choices for me. I'm just a guy here." Who says that? Come on, some of the big names in 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 black media. Oh, okay. You know, okay. I see what you're doing. They 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 say they want an independent, like a woman who is like basically very a strong, boss, like a boss, a, bo- a boss lady, okay. type A boss okay. lady. Okay. You know, they, they want say they want that. Yeah. At least they're online, right? Yeah. But 
the best, the, the, the thing that men desire the most, right? That gets the most use, like, that gets the most attention is a super feminine woman. Yeah. If you look at porn, that's what all the men watch. Feminine woman, extremely feminine, submissive, like, totally no, no boss, there right? Are, there are the perverts who watch the BDSM. Those. That is true, but there's a minority of us. <laughs> that's a fetish, not the mainstream. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what you see. So I, I think that people can say things, but ultimately they, they really want what they want. Yeah. yeah. I'm just curious. I'm just curious to how women would respond to that. I'm just curious because um, this I, the way they would argue it, like, clearly. Yeah. And I think, to me, the part that's, that I would love to see more of is I would love to see more really competent people who think the other way to explain the way their brains actually work. So I think too many times there's straw man like arguments for the way these individuals brains brains think. I mean, again, I think the same way too. I, I do my best to try to consume different media and different people. But the reality is some ideas are just dumb. Yeah. Some ideas are incoherent. That's why they haven't risen to the point where someone can discuss it. Like again, I watch a lot of intelligent people. You, you've seen all the experts, Esther Perel, Jordan Peterson, um, you know, et cetera. You have all the experts who are understand relationships, understand masculine femininity, understand all this stuff. And if there's someone with a good idea, it should rise to the point where they discuss it in a big stage. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't happened because again, it's nonsense. Yeah. Nah. No. I, I think. I think that's. I think that's a good point. I mean, think about it. It goes against everything that's natural in life. Like no masculine feminine really. We, like every single great book we read, there is a sense of masculinity and feminine, yin and yang. Like it's a whole theme in the entire planet. I mean, yeah. how can you not believe in that? So what are your thoughts on stay-at-home dads? Stay-at-home dads. I mean, all power to them. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think it's a challenge. I think for, for men today to want to stay at home and allow the women to take on the masculine responsibilities of like writing and, and you know, bringing the bread home you have to now contend with a, a bunch of other issues, right? Because since now, since now you're assuming the role of the feminine, mm -hmm. right? Since now you're um, taking on the role of, of homekeeping, you now have to relinquish authority in certain areas. So for example, let's say you're a stay-at-home dad and let's say you want to make a, a huge financial choice. Let's say you want to purchase a new home or a car, right? And how is that going to go with your wife? Like it, it, it becomes a thing where like, you now, you now have to defer decisions to your wife. And, and, and some, some men aren't comfortable doing that. A lot of men aren't comfortable doing that. So, okay. yeah. So I have an idea. I, I even have a potential idea for the direction of this episode, but I'm going to push back on what you just said. Yeah. But wouldn't that be the same as a man wanting to make a big financial decision who is a breadwinner because at the same time it's going to be a us decision not simply a you decision right that, that's, a, that's a fair fair pushback i mean in that scenario of course like the idea is that both partners sit down and, and make the choice together so that's a, that's a valid valid pushback i would also add another point it's the second point i'll make is how about when uh the woman who is now carrying the the, the burden of the household is gets pregnant and and needs to take time off work Let's say you're living a lifestyle that re that requires her income, right? So while she's out, what occurs during that time? At home? I don't think she's ever out. Interesting. I mean, I think I think about our parents. I know I can only test to your I can I can guarantee your mom, but I know a lot of our Nigerian f families. You know, the moment the baby is born, the moms are still working. <laughs> Fair enough. If they're living the lifestyle again. 
some some people live most people in America live check and check right yeah so in the wealthier families that can save up money for this for the thing see thing that's great but for most families mm-hmm. that's not the case they're living check to check yeah so she's out for at least a couple of weeks at least no matter how heroic maternity she is. leave is that talk about outside of maternity leave uh outside of maternity leave and, and it's not everyone has maternity leave, by the way not everyone has that some people who are don't have uh the three months that's given to the most corporate jobs. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break to go ahead and talk to you guys about our amazing sponsors at BetterHelp Counseling. As I've said multiple times, I am not a counselor. Chris is not a therapist. We're simply men who like to have great conversations and share our opinions. But we still feel like a lot of you guys need counseling. You need therapy. You need additional support to help you on your journey to life. That's why we partner with BetterHelp. Guys, BetterHelp offers you licensed professional counseling from the comfort of your own home. And not just that, one of the challenges people face with counseling is sometimes you may not like your counselor and you want to go to a different one and it is very difficult to change. But BetterHelp makes it extremely easy. Guys, go to betterhelp.com slash roommates to sign up today. Please, men and women alike, do not neglect your mental health. Take this opportunity, take this year to make a commitment to becoming the best version of yourself, but you got to do so emotionally and going to counseling will drastically transform your life. Go to betterhelp.com slash roommates. You'll be able to get a discount from our content. Thank you guys so much. Let's continue to get better and let's get back to this week's episode. So let me give you, let me give you a scenario that I knew about who was a stay, a guy who stay at home, um, that him and his wife met you know they love each other this that, and the third mm-hmm. she her career path was to be a doctor yeah his career path was to be like audio engineer something like that yeah eventually she starts her career she finished the residency making 285 mm-hmm. he's an audio engineer making 65 mm-hmm. they get pregnant they have kids mm-hmm. they're like okay what do we do with the kids now we have a, we have this baby should she stay at home and they live off of 75 and get rid of her 250 whatever she was making or should they put their kids in daycare and they both still work or because they can live off of her income comfortably and they don't want to put their kids in daycare then they said okay why don't the father stay mm-hmm. at home with the kids right. and then she works yeah what are your thoughts on that situation again each situation has its own challenges. Yeah. So, like, look, if that's the choice they want to make, then great. Good for them. But, like, I think there comes challenges that you can't ignore, right? Like, when it comes to rearing small children, women have shown to have better, are better at doing that than men. Yeah. So, you're going to have to sacrifice that for so the So, what would you home. advise them? In that situation, in your personal opinion, what would you advise them? Well, for me, again, if you're being totally financially, like, smart what you would do is you live off of like the lower income to where you can handle uh the hit from her staying at home so if, if i were the guy and let's say i wanted her to be at home let's say i want her to be at home again they don't want that yeah. basically but let's say i want her to be at home then i would again live off the the lower income because i'm doing already yeah and then have her come home and take care of the child yeah. yeah no it was interesting because that's that's hard when you're like out like like in the in the tv show i was watching that's like the dude was making, he was an engineer. I think he was making like decent money, like yeah. 90, 100,000. Yeah. His wife's career took off and she was making like 350, 385. Right. So 
I get it from a financial standpoint. It's yeah. hard to say she's making three eighty five and she's crushing it. Yeah. Tell her to stop doing what she's doing. Right. Like to me, that's where I was like, oh, like that's that's a hard thing to say. Stop three hundred eighty thousand I mean, dollars coming it, in a it's year. It's her choice. I mean, the thing is, like, it's, it's based on her choice. You negotiate it. Yeah. And and if she wants to work, right? Yeah. She'll work no matter what. Yeah. So in that scenario, you have to make it work. I mean, you hire a maid or something, but like. If she wants to stay home, that's her choice to make, you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, it's it, the couple's choice. Because the the part that I realized is, you know, I was thinking about I was thinking about two things, and now and like I said, there's all these ideas bouncing through my head, man, and and hopefully we'll be able to talk about each one of them. Like I was thinking about, okay, I let's create realistic solutions to these complex issues. Okay. So I've been thinking about like. A solution, so like the best case scenario, one of the things I would love to do is if I had my, like, a job I would do for like a year, yeah. I would take men and women who are mad at each other yeah. and I'll create compromises. Oh, good luck. <laughs> because one of the things I realized is that what's going on in the internet is that the men who are the loudest, they're really not compromising that much. Yeah. They're having a very a very strong dogmatic view of the way they want the world to work. Yeah. And in my opinion, like that's cool on the internet. Like yeah. it's cool to be on the internet and talk, oh, ah, yeah. women gotta do this. She yeah. gotta be compliant. Da, 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 da. It's cool to be, come on, bro. That's not how it's gonna be a like. A lot of guys are egalitarian. Yeah. <laughs> and then women also don't want to compromise, right? They don't yeah. want to compromise on their things. So I'm like, yo, let's compromise with one another. So I was like, okay, let's compromise this difficult situation. The, the 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 thing I think that needs to be discussed about about stay at home fathers because I know unfortunately in today's world there's gonna be more guys doing so it's it only makes yeah, sense yeah it's gonna happen especially if you if you're a guy and you really don't trust the education system yeah because in the past with the blind trust of the education system you put your kids in daycare it is what it is but it's like yo like I don't trust it yeah. and it's very hard. To then say, you know, I'm going to get some random abuela from, you know, Mexico to come, you know, take care of my kids that we don't even know. Yeah. So, like, this is there's a, this huge thing where people want to make sure that their family is safe and, have, and having their DNA. So, I definitely know the challenges when, if you're being honest, like, let's say guy's making 60. Yeah. And your wife's making 210. Yeah. Like, that's, that's serious. Yeah. That's serious conversation, yeah, right? Serious conversation, yeah, sure. And so, the part I realized is, okay, what's the compromise? Cause, cause to um, Richard Reeves, that's his name. Yeah, Richard Reeves. Yeah. Richard, when Richard Reeves was talking about this idea of um, of the primary role of a man was a breadwinner, we have yeah. to create new roles for men. Yeah. And one of the things I realized is that a man can be the leader, though he's not the breadwinner. Yeah. And it's interesting dynamic. This is going to sound really inappropriate, but follow me along with this one. Pimps are not the primary breadwinners. That's true. They're not. Yeah. They don't make the money. Yeah. They, 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 the girl goes, makes some money, brings it to him. Also, but it's different though. I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah, giving yeah. an example. Yeah, of course, I'm, just, of course, of course. I'm saying that, that's that dynamic. They're employees. Huh? This is them dynamic. It's a Boston employee. Them dynamic. I would argue. I would. He, I, he can replace the girl. Huh? He can replace the girl. So he's a boss. Okay. I, I, I would argue that I'm going to take it a step, a step further. It's more, 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 um, natural. I knew. I know a woman. She actually lives here. It's a crazy enough story, but I won't get into that. <laughs> she is of that. She has that mindset of what's hers is her man's. Okay. So she gets paid, 
Uh-huh. She gives it to him. Yeah. Her money, her check goes to him. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. There's a lot of women who have, and I was talking to my sister about this, who have that mindset of like, like my 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 well-being is to cater to my man. Right. They're the kind of women who like they spend money on guys. Yeah. And we know there are guys who like women taking care of them. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know? Plenty of guys. So the woman will work her. I remember somebody there's a picture of this guy. There was a picture of like this of a wife beater. Um uh, sweatpants and like Nike flip flops, and it said the uniform of the guy who drops his woman off at work in her car. <laughs> <laughs> in her car, you know, in yeah. her car, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. But there are guys like that, yeah, for sure. So, and I realized in that dynamic, even though the woman earns more, yeah, she gives the money to him. She trusts him. Yeah, she R- trusts. R- respects him. his financial exactly. Brain. Yeah, and then I remember this one girl. It's funny enough story. I wonder how she's doing. She's in Chicago. We had a session one time, and 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 true enough story. Her man made less than her. Okay. And he how much was less? Probably forty five thousand. Okay. I think he was at forty five, and she was at like maybe like eighty ninety. Not too bad. So he made less than her. He lived at home. So did she. He would he would get mad at her for living at home. She was calling me because she was like, I'm, I'm thinking about getting an apartment, but I'm trying to save my money, this, that, and the third. I'm like, why are you trying to get an apartment so badly? And she was like, my, my boyfriend's mad at me. He said I should have my own place, this, that, and the third. I was like, where does he stay at? She's at home. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, yo, yo, you're making this up. Make, yeah. So, so, so what happened was her boyfriend, though he was living at home, he wanted her to get an apartment so he could stay there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I realized that. I said, wait, 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 wait. Breadwinner does not mean leader. True. It does not mean leader. True. And so the, 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 the definition of masculinity is really the leader. Yeah. Does she trust you, respect you, value, admire you as the leader? Yeah. Obviously, those examples are the extreme cases yeah. of it. But that, to me, is something that whether your wife makes more than you or not, if you're the leader, you're the leader. That's true. I mean, the, the hard part is it's a tough sell as a leader if you yourself, you know, don't look like a leader. If you're making like 100k less than a girl. How can we respect your your financial abilities? Like, but it, but what my argument is that but it, it these guys do it. No, th- those guys do it again in those instances. Yeah. Right. But again, th- those are exceptions. And I, I agree with you. And so I'm like, how do we create more of it? <laughs> You have to have women like be willing to take on these men, and it's not an easy sell. Yes, and so the part I thought about is okay. The new definition of a man is a leader because I think to me, people misunderstand what a leader means, and 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 a lot of times a leader. So like you think about this interesting example of like in the Bible, uh-huh. when I told you the story in the book of First Samuel when Israel wanted a king, they described Saul as being tall. Yeah. And usually, like, chiefs, kings of ancient Near Eastern societies were tall people. Even today, CEOs Even, even today, they call it the necktie syndrome, right? Yeah. You know, I think there's like 50% of CEOs over six foot, something like that. Like 80%, like even higher. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, right? And so what happens is we're like, who's in charge? The tallest guy. <laughs> yep. It's just very primitive, right? Human, who's human the class. leader? Who makes more? Yeah. He's in charge. Yeah. So I, I, I thought about that, and I was like, okay, but that, like, that's a primitive way of thinking about yeah. it. And, and, and it's not, but that's not the case. The leader is the person who is primarily responsible for the well-being of an, an individual. 
True. Right? The leader of organization, I've always described like a quarterback. A quarterback is somebody who, when a team loses, it's my fault. Yeah. So I looked at it like redefining leadership, and you can lead without making the most money. No, I agree. I mean, that's the high-level thinking, but the the sad reality is that a lot of people don't give the respect naturally. They, they have to see it before they can respect you. I agree, and that's the part where I'm like, so as a man, the first thing I thought about for a man who's in that situation is one of two things, but let's compromise. How... Are you being a leader, though she's making more? Yeah. You can still be a leader, though yeah. she's making more, Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, like, just because she's making more doesn't mean that she knows more about money than you do. Yep. Just because she's making more doesn't mean that, you know, she's she doesn't understand more about investments and, and what to do with the money than you do. Yeah. Right? Like, there's ways you can lead. There's people right now who are financial advisors who don't make even a tenth of what their, their clients earn a year. Fact. Right? Yeah. And so I thought about it from a standpoint of as a man, you can be a leader in a lot of different areas and it's not just money. We make it money, right? We just yeah. limit it to how much money is this guy making? But it's like, yo, being a leader is so much more than making money. And if we can expound upon how do you lead in spite of how much money you make, I truly believe that can change the, the conversation. No, I, 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 I agree wholeheartedly. Like, I just think that, again, we have to operate in the world we are today, mm-hmm. which is we know that Again, financial advice. If if a financial advisor comes to you and he's wearing like a you know, like a, a t shirt, and comes out in a, in a beaten up Honda, like you're not gonna believe him that he knows yeah. how to manage money. He's not gonna believe it. Yeah. You need him to show that he's already able to manage what he has currently before you're able to trust him. And if we can change the narrative, right, of like the guy does not need to have this much money to in order to see where he can lead, then we can do it. But I think so. What so what other avenues can men be, be leaders? Other than the financial space. Yeah. So to me, I thought about three different ways. So the first primary way that you're, you are a leader is a leader is somebody who initiates decisions for the well-being of other people. Right. Okay. So the very first thing I've always thought about was like as a guy, how often are you initiating decision making? Yeah. Perfect example. Like, let's say like a date. Yeah. How often are you initiating the date, planning the date? Yeah. Right. Versus like, and this is and this is not just romantic day. I'm just talking about any dates. Like, how often do you tell your friends, "Hey, let's go out to this spot. Um, we're gonna. It's gonna cost this much money. It's gonna be at this time, this place." How much are you initiating decisions with other people? Right. So the first thing I was like, "Yo, if your wife is making more, you can still be the initiate. You can still initiate." And this is these are the three schools I think the kids should go to. I think the daughter should be in this ballet class. The son should be in this t-ball class. You know what? I think you and I like you can initiate a yeah, lot of different plan, things. You, can create, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and versus just being passive and letting her initiate the decision making. A lot of guys are, are like they're intimidated about money. They know it costs money, so they're afraid to ask. Yeah, they're, they're still asking. <laughs> like they need to be 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 negotiating. Hey, we need this. I think we need this. What do you think? Okay, and, cool. And that's where and that's where I look at it from a respect standpoint. If a man respects his respects his woman, let's let's flip it. If a if a woman wants to be with a man who earns more than her and they're truly gonna be married, yeah. he has to respect her enough that that is our money now. Yeah. yeah. If your man says it's my money and <laughs> I give you some of it, 
that's 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 a Not dangerous good. situation. Yeah. So in the inverse, it's true for men. If your woman out earns you, it has to be our money. Yeah, it's our money. Yeah, and then as the leader, so I said the lead, leader is primarily leader is primarily responsible. So he initiates and he accepts responsibility. Meaning, if things go wrong, he says it's my fault. When yeah. things go wrong, it's my fault. Yeah. So when something goes wrong in the house, it's my fault. It's my fault. I, I, it's uh, that's on me. What what if it goes wrong horribly wrong and she loses money, like a lot of money. How can you really claim responsibility? You can't really. I'm sorry, but you can't really replace the money. And she loses the money. I mean, like he did, right? Because he's the one that made choices. Oh yeah. And, and so, so this is where this is where it goes back to like trusting the leader, right? Yeah. It's like if the leader makes mistakes, and you then say he's ripped of his leadership title. Uh huh. Who's the leader? Really, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. If you can if, think about it, yeah. If you can, if you can fire me from my company, <laughs> yeah. Who's in charge of this company right now? Hey, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's the fire <laughs> for sure. <laughs> exactly. So, so to me, I realize it's more of a, a dynamic, right? Uh, it's more of a dynamic where, as a guy, you need to establish this dynamic before you get into marriage. Right. And that's the part I realized. Like whether no matter it's like you're dating a girl. She'll know how much money you make. Yeah. She shouldn't know. Yeah. Your boyfriend, girlfriend, you're not disclosing finances at yeah. maybe at the beginning. Yeah. Have you established a dynamic where you're existing as a leader? Right. Cause at the end of the day, it's like you can. Right. So once you've established that dynamic, then when the money plays into the fact it doesn't matter because I'm still I'm still the leader. That makes sense. You know? Yeah. And so that's when I thought about it. I was like, yo, so the, the man in that situation I've, is like, he's the leader. And he and, and he can and she can earn more and, and still he lead. And then because by the leader being someone who's primarily responsible, meaning if everything anything goes wrong, it's his fault. It's also the leader gets, which was a great debate on the show um, that I was telling you about. They were debating about who gets the final say. And they said, and, and the, the egalitarian dude was like, no one gets the final say. And we oh know that's gosh. not true. We yeah. know that's not true. There's no yeah. such thing. There's no such thing. It's someone has to get the final say. That's how life works. Because how, how every, like, everything we know yeah. is a hierarchy and, and someone gets the final say. Yeah. yeah. And so to me, part of being the leader is that the leader does get the final say. So even like going back to like school, like if, if she's like, I want the kids to go to this school. He said, I want the kids to go to this school. He presents his argument. He said, this is the way it is. He presented the argument. This is the way it is. He's like, yo, I feel strongly about this. This is the way we have to go. And then to me, I, I think the part, because I was talking about this on Josh, on um, Josh Darko's Truth Podcast is that this is why religion is so powerful to me. And a woman having a, a faith in God is so powerful because her believing that God wants her husband to lead allows allows her to trust God leading her husband. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've heard it before. Like she, she trusts the God in him. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where it's important. Because if you trust that God wants your husband to lead and that God's leading your husband, then you trust that God's going to lead your husband to the right decision. Right. And so to me, I, I thought about that. And I'm like, we have to redefine what it means to be a leader. Facts. You yeah, it, it, it's one of those things where, like, if you can just get this message across, <laughs> you know, because the reality is, like, we, we have all these, like, to me, kind of elementary level understanding of, like, okay, uh, like, the guy that said, you know, doesn't understand, like, that there's a hierarchy and someone makes a final, final say, they have these ideas of, like, women lead, too. They should be lead as well. And without that religious underpinning of, like, hey, this is what 
we should believe, what we yeah. believe. You can't have, because like, most people are going to talk to you and say, hey, I don't think a man should lead. Well, can you even like yeah. engage further with that? No, and, and to me, I was, telling, I was telling the guy who was on the show, I was like, yo, when it comes to this argument, and I've, talk, I've talked about, we, we had a conversation a couple um, last year about this. I said, there are three major leadership structures in the relationship. The first one, male leadership. Mm-hmm. Second one, male, I mean, female leadership. The third one, dual leadership, a.k.a. female leadership. <laughs> because natu- naturally, in a, a dual leadership structure, somebody's going to take natural, natural lead. Yeah. I was reading a book um, called um, Traction. And in the book, the author said, when it comes to deadlines, one person has to be responsible. That's true. Because if two people are responsible, no one's responsible. They diffuse responsibility across the board and no one gets the... So one person has to be responsible for, for, for executing on this deadline. And so it's something that naturally happens. Somebody will. Yeah. Because if it's both our fault, it's no one's fault. Exactly. And so I thought about that. And I was like, yo, so, so to me, the conversation about what does it mean to be a masculine, competent man is a conversation about leadership, but the conversation about leadership always, um, you know, turns down to anarchy, not anarchy, a tyranny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, uh, but to me, it's like, how can it be tyrannical if the male is leading and she earns more money than him? Again, again, into the, the pathology of like, okay, the guy's controlling her or, you know, like even when it's not imbalanced in money, people say, oh, wives and mothers, like you got, you're being controlled and you're not allowed to flourish in your own. So like, there's always that negative, you know, that side of the, of the internet. But the reality is you're right. Like if men are taking on more leadership roles in leadership or able to like show responsibility, then they can get the woman to come in and trust his leadership. Yeah. But the problem is a lot of these guys aren't really taking lead. They're just waiting on a girl to trust his leadership, but she hasn't shown anything. Yeah. No, I thought about that because even even in, even in the uh, the show, the part that I really enjoyed a lot was, and I like I said, I respect the stay at home dad. Because uh, I have a little pushback on on what I believe they're they're doing, but uh, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But the part I respected was whenever they would talk about money, yeah. he would always lead the conversation. Okay. Like there'll be videos where like where they're budgeting and he'd be leading it. Like we yeah. need to spend this much here. We need to spend this much here. Right. We just, we, so it was. I loved it. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is really healthy. Yeah. This is really healthy. Right. Because he was just naturally leading. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was naturally taking initiative, being responsible. Right. You know, he was naturally doing these things. And I was like, oh, I, I really, and what I would give, I'm just going off of the video. Yeah. Right. I don't know these people. Right. The wife was very respectful of, of him. Well, that's, again, that's hard for most wives, you know? Yes. So, like, the, again, I never said, like, you can't do it. Yeah. Because you can. You can do anything. Yeah. The, pro- the, the problem is, like, are most folks honest? you know, about their ability to do it. Because a lot of women probably won't, again, not probably, won't, statistically, yeah. won't put up with a guy who's making much less than her and respect his ability to manage money. That's a great point. Because I think to me, the, the argument that I was, that I gave to to the um, to the point that Richard Reeves was talking about was like, we have to redefine respect, you know? Yeah. And and the And the fundamental challenge is that this to the to the BMCs uh, who complain about the world today, they they have an argument. Yeah. In the past, men were respected more. They were. 
as it was unfortunate, you have to you have to limit women. <laughs> you know, you have to cap women's success <laughs> to make sure he was always hey. on top. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I had to make sure. <laughs> unequal, unequal work for, for equal, I mean, equal, unequal pay for equal work, right? Yeah. Like you had to do it. But now in today's society, it's clear. Like we live in the world where it's it's very hard for someone to a woman to respect the man. Yeah. And so you have to redefine what it means to be a respectful man. You know, and like a lot of this, like I know she's controversial, but Candace Owens, uh, a lot of these people like that talk about how, you know, the government affected like people's like, you know, family, like household, like dynamics, like especially the black community, how they talk about how like the the, the male role was taken away from them. And there's something to that because when the state took basically men, basically they outsourced all the male roles, right? Mm -hmm. Build your house, the state does it. You know, security, police, the state does it. Building stuff in your home, yeah, Fiverr gets the guy to build it. Anything we, we, men can do, it, women can do now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or with hiring someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. So, again, leadership is the only thing left that men have in order to, you know, run a household. So, I think it's much harder now than ever. Yeah. No, and I, and I think that's the part where I'm like with the define being a man. Well, it's in my personal opinion, being a man is being the leader of your family and being the leader of your family means you're primarily responsible. You, you're, you're, you, you sacrifice the most. That's another point about being a leader. Yeah. Sacrifice. The leader is the one who sacrifices the most. I.e., somebody breaks into the household they you know, they pull a gun on your family who stands before the family, puts the family behind them. Right. right. The leader is the one who naturally sacrifices his well being. If, if somebody, if there's only five pieces of chicken, there's five kids, I mean, there's four kids and there's two parents who's not eating. The leader, the leader is not, is not leading, eating, right? Yeah. So the, the, I think we have to redefine the leadership conversation because too many people think leadership, and, 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 and Jesus talked about this in the book of Matthew. He's like, leadership is not lording it, your power over people. Yeah. They're thinking about if someone's leader, that means they're in charge of my life. No, a person who's a leader is, is responsible for making sure your life is good. Yeah. They're, and, and like, if a woman wants to play that role, and this is my, my argument, is like, Instead of us fighting these women, let them play out that that role. Because it, for some of them, it may it may work. Right. For some of them, right. Yeah. For some of them, it may work. You know, yeah. the BDSM model works for some people. Right. Yeah. You know, and so let them play out that model. But then for the, for most of them who do play out that model, they won't be happy. And so I think it's just really coming to a, a a clear path of redefining that leadership, and then calling men to be leaders. Before they meet their woman. Yeah. Yeah. Because going back to the insult conversation, the, the insult to me is not a leader. Because you know why? He doesn't take initiative for yeah. his life. Responsibility, none of that. He doesn't do it. Yeah. He, like the insult, the BMC mindset is such, a, is such a, a victim. Yeah. It's such a victim. And a BMC mindset, I learned about the BMC mindset, going back to the point I said earlier, is a mindset of ease. Yeah. Because there's a level of ease that you want with women and it hurts you when it's difficult. And I realize our friends who don't have the BMC mindset as much, they can deal, as you said, they can deal, deal with a lot of damage. Yeah, yeah. They can get rejected a lot. They're miserable at this point. It, it, yeah, like, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't break them. Yeah. The BMC, very fragile, very neurotic. So those, those, those rejections, ah, oh, it breaks yeah, the spirit. It's horrible. And also, again, their entire existence is running around women yeah. having sex. Yeah. Like, like how, how can you be that? identify yourself as someone... Like, like it's running sex. So that's all they want. So like, again, 
if you if it's all you want, then probably your life has bigger problems than that. So yeah. I think if these incels can do something, right, make, make life a little better, then it'll, it'll be easier for the woman to see that, okay, you're not just an incel, yeah. right? So it's a long journey for these guys, but yeah. they can get there. No, nah, and, that's, and that's the part when I was looking at, um, shout out to Hamza, I was looking at his content. I and I think to me, of, of almost everybody, Captain Sinbad too, those two guys was interesting because they're the, the Indian guys or whatever, <laughs> Southeast, Southeast Asian guys. I was, I was like, yo, this is probably the best content that 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 the internet has put out in a long time because they're they're very holistic and they're very from my, what i could get very healthy you know i gotta see this yeah you have to you, check it out check it out i yeah. really want you to dive deeper into their content because they, they, what what made me happy was it's kind of like it was bittersweet it made me it made me happy but it also made me mad Made mad that I couldn't do it. <laughs> Why not me? <laughs> to, to, to the levels, to the levels that they're doing it. But it made me happy that there are guys out there who are trying to be better from that standpoint. Right, right. So they're so I'm real. I think they're doing. I think those guys are doing a fantastic job of really um, seeing the young guys and providing an alternative to the the other model. And that's the part that I was talking to somebody about. Like my challenge is making content and my challenge is making content is like, I have all these ethical dilemmas that, you, you know, we talk about all the time in the yeah. back of my mind that these other people can, they don't, they don't have this, Yeah, yeah. you know, like there's certain hacks that you're like, that will drive the male brain yeah. to click. Yeah. Certain hacks. Oh yeah. You know, I, I was telling somebody one time, I was like, yo, if I put my wife in the videos and I just did videos like that. Yeah. Double the views. Yeah. Double it. Yeah. I just want to put her out like that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's so many, so many things that I was thinking about. But w like I, I realized that we have to build up the, 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 the path for the men. And you kind of have to hack the things that work on their brain yeah. to get them to want to begin this path because the other guys are doing it. Yeah. And they're really effective. <laughs> I mean, like, talk about it all the time. Like, we have four pillars in, in, in the standard. Yeah. It has the pillar of emotional, financial, physical, and spiritual, right? Oh, I got something I want to talk about with that, but keep going. And, and, and basically, these are four pillars we, we try to, you know, uphold and, and be the best at. But a lot of guys just care about the physical and the financial. Let's talk about that. I love what you just said. Were you going to ask something to that? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Continue. Let's talk about that. I thought about that. I was thinking about that the other day. So here's what I do. I don't read the comments, but I feel like the spirit of the devil is always whispering stuff in the air. <laughs> and the spirit of the devil's in all the, the negative guys in the comments. So I feel like I know what their 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 criticisms are without ever reading comments. This is <laughs> Pure I, I, read, I read a few in that, and trust me, you don't want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> and so one of the criticisms I think people give is that we're pandering to women by talking about improving emotionally and spiritually. Like, oh, you guys are always, they're trying to pander to women by talking about emotional health oh, and spiritual wow. and da, 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 really? da, 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 criticism of that. And, and, and to me, what I, I realized, like this is a, the, the fake debate I had in my mind is like, you don't realize that that doesn't matter in the game that guys care about. Right. In the game that men really care about, because the nature of the game of men is really 
Sexual conquest. That's it. Not not romantic retention. Nope. Not family. Nope. Not no 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 no. The game is really sexual conquest. Dan Bozarian and you take. Yes. Sec the guys who can can bang the most the chicks. The most. They're the ones who win. <laughs> they're the they're the most money and most girls. Most money, most gr- girls, most cars, most bravado. They're the ones who win. So, in a worldly standpoint, you're the guys are right. You definitely do need only need money and muscles. That's all you need, yeah. Right, like from a worldly standpoint, like there's no incentive if you want to play the worldly game of really growing spiritually. These women don't even believe in God. Yeah, no. It's only fans, girls don't believe in God. Nope. You know, you know these 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 lit girls, city girls, they don't believe. Like no. they don't they don't care about you being emotionally healthy. There's no there's no incentive for that behavior. Yeah. What we talk about is doing it for you and for God. Yeah. Like this is because deep down inside, it doesn't help you in the mating market. No. You know it, what I mean? It helps, helps in the retention market, the marriage market, healthy marriage, healthy life market, but yeah. not in the dating market. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's when I was like, yo, you don't realize, like you said, the, the four pillars that we've been talking about, uh, you know, that evolved into six. Like these are these are for the guys. They're for the men. They're not for anything else. Yeah. And so I think the the system, that the two systems that I I think I'm trying to to to, to fight back on, and and now we can have an interesting conversation, is that the two systems I want to fight back on is the system of incentivizing the wrong guy and a system for incentivizing the wrong women. Okay. Because what I realize is that the men are going to flock to whoever the systems incentivizes. Yeah. That's who they're going to flock to. Yeah. Same with the women. And so the part I thought about from the women's standpoint is that I wish guys understood the importance of not incentivizing these unhealthy women on the internet. I wish they understood every like you give them, every follower you give them, every dollar you give them contributes to five more girls doing it. Yeah. Every time a girl goes on Instagram and she sees a half-naked girl with a ton of followers, it tells her brain, I want attention, I want admiration, I want to be lit, I'm going to do what she does. Right. Men have the key to incentivizing what we want to see of in the world. And I wish more men realized that. And I wish more men said, yo, enough is enough. And we're going to incentivize the kind of women we want to see. Right. And, and so I thought about that idea because I was like, yo, like the women that need to be incentivized we, I wish there was a way to find more of them because in what's sad, and this is the, this is the argument I'm making, and I, and I want somebody to prove me wrong. I don't think there's anybody, any woman on this planet, and, I'm, and this is a very, very aggressive statement. Hot take. I don't think there's any woman on this planet who's incentivizing women to be holistically what men want. Any woman? Not one. <laughs> no, not one. I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a, it's a hot, I don't, I, I don't believe there's any woman when you when you look up like what Hamza's doing, we look at what we're doing, when we look at what like Jose's doing, we look at the guys who are healthy guys who are treating holistic, healthier men. Name me one woman. I mean, again. It's the internet's wide place. Obviously, there's probably one girl out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some dumb channel, hundred views total. But but like but like there are like 
girls who uh like kevinites the girls who follow kevin samuels and they create kevin Samuels like content again not not uh the best content but it is something that they're following the trend of what kevin was saying that some men think is uh my argument is this okay let's let me let me let me clarify what i'm saying here's my here's my question to those female kevinites out in the world First things first, do you have a male audience or a female <laughs> audience? Probably male. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like in all due respect, you know, it's the 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 the, the black conservative method, um, issue. Yeah. I'm a black conservative. I want to see black people get healthy, but your audience is 99% white people. Yeah. Yeah. If your if your mission in life is to help black people, then why is your audience all white black conservative? Right. If 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 your mission is to help women, then why is your audience all male? Yeah. So to me, I'm just like, who? There's no incentive for it. Like women that do it, they quickly, you know, pivot something else because there's no, it's too much hate there. No market for it. I mean, women, they watch uh, makeup content, uh, influencers, uh, Kim Kardashian's the queen. Like the women aren't watching that kind of content. Who wants to watch that kind of content? Yeah. And that's, and that's why I said, I don't, I don't think there's any, let me clarify I don't think there's any woman on this planet who is successfully okay, there you go. creating holistic content to make women into well-rounded, attractive people that men desire and other women respect. I don't think there's a single, not one person. And to me, I'm just like, why? And I would love to be proven wrong. I would love to... Somebody... Send me a message and show me one woman who's creating holistic, healthy content that make women what men want and what other women respect holistically attractive internally, externally. I don't think there's one single successful person doing that. There's no audience for it. You know, I think about that, too. Like, I think about like, OK, so all these men are out here watching the Manosphere, right? A large male audience watching this kind of content. You look at women's content, and th- there isn't a market for that kind of content for women. There isn't one because the women are successful. They are w- watching again Kim Kardashian and, and that kind of stuff, right? The women that aren't successful, they're not even engaged at all. They're probably watching some kind of serial killer podcast, whatever. Like this is not the podcast that they're ever going to listen to. So I think again, it's like like women's basketball. Everyone claims that they want to wa- they want to support women. Women should be have make more, whatever. But no one buys it. Women don't buy it. More than men. I mean, I'm sure there's more men in the audience those, those games than women. Yeah. So the reality is like the market always gives a different answer than what they people say they want. Yeah. Now I thought about that, man. Because to, to your point, that's that's what it is. Those female content creators. So my criticism of them is always this one. In all due respect, if you're one of those female content creators and you've been doing this for a long time and you got no <laughs> husband, you're full of S H I T. <laughs> If you have no husband, no man, and you're and you're supposedly teaching women yeah. to be this healthy, holistic, well-rounded woman, you should have tons of suitors banging oh. down your door. No, sorry, I my bad. What about the girls, the Christian girls? What what about the uh, the real femme sapien? Well, first and foremost, like I said, I don't I don't know that girl. That's one of the <laughs> one that Zach talked to. Yes, I don't know her personally. Um, from what you guys communicated to me, I feel like she had a, a femme sapien doesn't have a female t- uh, connotation to it. True, true, true. I, I keep forgetting, like, no one's watching this female. <laughs> yeah. And, and, that, and that, to me, that to me is part of the problem. And, yeah. and, and, and this is my one pushback for those women. You cannot, you cannot create content 
for a target audience and your target audience not watch the content. Like that to me is a failure. The the conservative people, anyone. Yeah. And and that's the part where it was like as as much as Kevin's um, messaging rubbed women the wrong way. He still had women watching the content. He did. You know what I mean? As much yeah. as you can say he, it was wrong, there were still droves of women a lot of them, a lot who of them. watched hours upon hours. They sat down and they listened to it. Their, their algorithms, you can't, if your algorithm is 95% male, yeah. you have no women to, 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 to watch. And then to me, I want to see the receipts. I would love to see a, a, a meetup. Of all hey, your women, if you're out there, <laughs> you make content, hit them up. I'm just and and like that to me. I thought about that. and I was just like, man, like that's that's one of the things that it's not being done. Again, again, it's not. There's no market for it. You know, like the reality is, uh, the dating sphere, like the dating stuff. The people that are listening to any content when it comes to dating are those who are not having a good time, right? Yeah. Obviously, you were on tour with Stefan Lebossier. You saw a bunch of people who are in those places. Yeah. The old ladies. Old oh, ladies. Doing it. So, like, young girls, you know, watching content online about dating. Come on, bro. There's no market for that. Yeah. Now that's real. That's real. And so, and so to me, I don't know how we got here, <laughs> but uh, I think to me, that's where what where it went back to was like, you have to create a healthy balance. Cons- balance and a healthy path for the men and the women to get to their ideal self like you have to be able to create the step-by-step guide to help them get there because deep down inside so sorry deep down in today's world there is a path for everybody it's longer for others it's way more difficult for some people but there is a upward trajectory path yeah, before you move on, since you're answering criticisms, I have one that uh, I read on YouTube way back back in the day. I want to just bring oh, it up I love here. This, love this. So, uh, so you, you went a different direction. You said like people criticize like the emotional part is woman centric, yeah. kind of pandering. The part what's that I see is that men who are dismissing like the success, like you got to be damn Bulgarian for what they think that you are making it right. Like they look, they look look at the standard experiences, they look at some of the stuff we're doing and they're like well i could have done this in the backyard i could have done this yesterday i could have done this like i could have gone out and done this right they just don't respect the level that what you created they don't respect that and yeah so so the criticism is what again is that they don't see they're not impressed by the work the men are not or not the women are not the men so the men are not so there's a there's a guy on the internet that's not impressed by the work because he says what because he says, uh, th- like, for example, you'll see, like, the Miami experience, right? Yeah. He say, like, this is a regular Tuesday. Yeah. Well, if it was regular Tuesday for you, you wouldn't be on YouTube <laughs> commenting. <laughs> Neurotic people comment negative things. That's what I've learned about life. Right. Neurotic people comment negative things. So, end of the day, if, if this is a regular Tuesday, then if you're having so much fun on Tuesday, why are you even commenting? Why don't you just go out there having fun? So, he's full of crap. Um, but let's say he is, you know, let's play that Jordan Peterson. Let's say he is. You <laughs> know, let's, let's, do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's say he is having fun on the Tuesday. That's not impressive. Well, to me, the reality of the matter is a lot of guys do success hoarding mm-hmm. and and women hoarding. Sexual hoarding is a huge thing. Yeah. And for a lot of guys, it, let's say it's a regular Tuesday for you. You and your homie with 50 chicks on a yacht in Miami. 
great for you. What about everybody else? Right. That's what that's what makes it great. Right. What makes it great is that a lot of things that we can do, we can do it by ourselves. We, we can do we can literally do it by ourselves. You can li- I, if I wanted to make money, all I got to do is find every crazy woman on the internet, do a reaction video to her two to three times a week, make my twenty to thirty thousand dollars a month, then take my money, go on yachts, go on, travel the country, travel the world, bang chicks, live my best and. And, buy and cars. Buy cars. <laughs> talk my bravado and be all tough guy and successful. Wear shades. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. yeah. You can you can do that. And so, so, but what makes this beautiful and unique is that we're saying not just me, how many other people can we bring into this and how many other people can we see have success together? Right. And that to me is what makes it unique. Yes, there are guys who who have much better things, but it's usually just them alone and their boys. They're not sharing. Right. Men do not share success. Oh, Men no. do not share secrets. Men do not share wealth. Men definitely don't share women. Not saying you should be sharing your girlfriend, <laughs> but men don't men men are hoarders. Right. And so to me, I think what's making it unique is that what we're trying to do is we're trying to create a culture where men are men are sharing. You know, like, and that's why to me, I think what we, what we've built here, no matter what anybody says to me is is special because it's like, we've shared so much things that we've done. Right. Fitness course, identity course, spirituality course, finance course, better help, Skillshare, tons of pot. We're just sharing things to make people become better. And then we're like, screw it. One thing to do it online now let's do it with people. So I think to me, that's what makes what we're doing unique is because it's not just us being successful, it's how many guys we can share the success with. I mean, do men really care about other men? That's the question. No, they don't. They don't. Why? I think, uh, and uh, let me just see the, the time. We have this, course, this class we got to go to. Um, do men care? No, because men are, men are, men are, um, we might have to do part two later, but um, men, are, men are tribal. Uh-huh. And men have existed fighting wars for the beginning of time, fighting each other, attacking one another, going at one another. And so to me, men, for that very reason, there's no reason for men to work together. There's no reason for us to help. Right. If my tribe takes your tribe. My tribe takes your wives. My tribe takes your goal. It's, 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 it's contrary. And this is one of the reasons, and I, I see her, she's telling me to wrap it up. This is one of the reasons why, in my opinion, why I never get involved in any inter- internet beefs. Somebody, people, ton of people do reaction videos and occasionally I see them, I never react to them. You know why? Because it's just like, I cannot create a, con- continue to perpetuate a world where men are always attacking one another. Right. So whether I agree with somebody or like them or not, I will never publicly attack people because I realize that's a pettiness. Not helpful. You see, right. like there's, there's, there's a few guys who are trying to help men. Some are doing a great job, some are doing, yeah. But they're always, everyone's fighting each other. Right. Every, like literally every other day, someone's fighting each other, reaction video, doing a video. It makes money too. So. It makes money. Beasts make money. So to me, I think, I think that primitive stuff is really destro- destroying society. But um, I know we got to go. We'd probably do part two later. Francis, where can they find you at? Uh, Sir Francois on Instagram. And uh, for now, there. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. No, we were everywhere. Abrupt stop. We lost track of time. <laughs> <laughs> But you guys take care and be blessed.